Folks, I wonder, have you ever been in a situation where you're unsure what you should do? Whether you should just continue on the path that you're going or whether you should turn around and walk away. Well, I believe such was the situation that we have in this passage. The Lord Jesus Christ has spoken this parable. And those that were gathered round about, the scribes and the Pharisees, they listened on. The Lord Jesus Christ told this story about a husbandman who went and got a piece of land and prepared it and planted a vineyard. And then because he was from a far country, he set those over it that would take care of it, that would tend to it, that would nurture it. And that in due season, as the harvest would come, that the harvest would be gathered in. And that man would receive his share of the harvest. But we read of the wickedness of the men. We read of the sinfulness of their hearts. Because as that time came near, they had little or no respect for that owner of the vineyard. And as he sent those to tell them to receive unto himself what he should bring, yet they despised them. They treated them very cruelly. And we see at the end then he sends his only begotten son. And we see how they take him and they kill him. And the Lord Jesus Christ was painting a picture to those that listened on of the Old Testament prophets who brought the word of God to the children of Israel, to the Hebrew people, to the Jews. And yet they rejected warning after warning after warning. We read through the Old Testament scriptures and we see how the prophets in many cases were ill-treated. The Lord gave them opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to repent. And they despised the word that he had brought. And they rejected the Lord and his ways. And then as we come into the New Testament, we see the birth of the Savior. The only begotten of God came from heaven to earth. Humbled himself and took on the form of man. And lived a life of obedience. And brought the warning that those who would reject him as the only way of salvation. For he himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Those who would reject him would face the wrath and the punishment of a holy and a righteous and a just God. Now that's a message that people do not want to hear in this land tonight. They would rather hear the first part that God sent his son into the world to save men and women and that, well, because Jesus came and lived and died, well, then we'll all go to heaven. I recently heard that at a funeral. And friend, there are those across our land today that have proclaimed that message that God loves everyone and you'll just be grand if you do what you want the way that you want and do it to the best of your ability. Don't worry about those around you. Do them the best. Look out for them. Be a good citizen. Give to the poor, all these kind of things. And the Pharisees were religious above all men. 
Well, yes, they went the extra mile as far as God's word was concerned. Well, they were quite happy to be seen in church. They were quite happy to put their Bible underneath their arm and away they'd go. And be seen by all those around them. Maybe you're here tonight and you're like that. You're quite happy to put your Bible under your arm and head off to the meeting in Korean Free Presbyterian Church or wherever it is you want to go from time to time. Well, that's good enough for me. But when it comes down to it, when the gospel appeal is made, you say, no preacher, that's not for me. I'm all right. That's what these Pharisees and scribes were like. That's what these religious men to whom the Lord Jesus Christ spoke were like. They were quite happy going their own way. And they did not want to hear that they were sinners in the sight of a holy and a righteous and a just God. Dear friend, tonight that's the message of this book. Now, if the Lord Jesus Christ, by his coming, would save all those because the love of God was shown in the sending of his only begotten Son, would save the souls of all those around us, then the Savior need not have died. The Lord Jesus Christ came and he was rejected. Just as these verses that we have read in Mark's Gospel tell us, he was rejected and he was despised. And yet to those who would call upon him for salvation, then they would be saved. And for those that would reject him, then they would be cast into that awful place called hell. And friend, can I tell you tonight, I make no apology for saying that because that's what this book says. No apology whatsoever. But dear friend, can I tell you that at the outset of this message that I love you, and I want to see you one for the Savior. I want to see you turn from the path that you're on. And brought into the joy of the gospel and the fullness of God. Friend, you know, the Lord paints that picture. And I asked the question at the start. I, says, I asked you, have you ever been on a path? And you've, to say, you've come to a point and you wonder, should you keep going or should you turn around? Well, friends, that was where these men were to whom the Lord Jesus spoke. They were on a path, going on in their own righteousness, going on in their own good works and religiosity. But they came face to face with the Lord. They had a choice. They had a choice. They could either accept the teaching of the Savior and they could accept the only beloved of the husband man or they could reject him and turn and go their way. And dear friends, at the end of verse 12, we have some very, very solemn words. And it's words that I want to consider for a few moments tonight as we come to a close. There at the end of verse 12 we read, They knew that he had spoken a parable against them, and they left him and went their way. They left him and went their way. 
In other words, dear friend, they rejected the teaching of the Savior. And they went on on their own way. Now as we come to this passage tonight, I want us to notice that there are two ways that we can be on tonight. The Bible speaks about different ways. The Bible speaks across there in Matthew 6, verses 13 and 14, about a straight way and a broad way. The straight way is found for those who trust in Jesus Christ as their Savior, And the broad way is that way that leads to destruction in that awful place called hell for those who will reject Jesus Christ as the only way of salvation. And tonight, dear friend, you're on one of those two ways. Tonight, dear friend, you are like the religious who we read in this 12th chapter of Mark's Gospel. And tonight, dear friend, you will go out And you will either go in the way of the Lord Jesus Christ, accepting him as your Savior, trusting him. Or you will go in the way of those of which we read their own way, your own way, rejecting Christ. I want us first of all to notice that they went their own way. Isaiah 53 and verse 6, the prophet says, In that wonderful chapter, all we like sheep have gone astray, and everyone turned to his own way. Dear friend, I don't know how many of you know about sheep tonight. I have a little experience. I don't want too much experience with sheep. Sheep, I believe, have two purposes in life. One to escape and the other to die. And sheep are very good at going their own way. If there is any way of escape at all, from the field that they're in, the sheep will find it. And the sheep will stray and continue and continue and continue. The sheep will never return home. It'll just keep going until something stops it or somebody finds it. The Bible says that we in our sin are like those sheep. We have turned to our own way. We have set our minds on where we want to go. And we will continue searching searching and searching. I suppose we have that old proverb, the grass is always greener on the other side. And we go on in our lives looking for peace, looking for enjoyment, looking for satisfaction in the things of life and the things of world. And yes, they may bring pleasure and they may bring joy for a season, but that's all it is. It's only for a season. And then we move on to something else. And we move on on to the next thing. There are many things that can take our attention. There are many distractions along the way. There are many things that we aim for and look for and go for. And bigger and better. And keep climbing the ladder. Keep going forward. Yet never fulfilling the desire of the heart. We go in the way which we choose And we're like those sheep having no shepherd. They wander on. No one to go after them. No one to defend them. No one to guide them. We wander in one direction or another. And along that path we go unprotected. Dangers of all those things lying around us. All those snares. All those problems. 
Dear friends, the bond which we should have with our God and our great shepherd and our creator has been broken because of our sin. And we wander on aimlessly. And in our sin we become lonely wanders where each one seeks his own interests and forms his own plans and goes on to gratify his own pleasures. We wander on and we wander on. There's thing, three things I would like to notice briefly about the, this way, our own way. The first thing is that it's a broad way. It's a broad way. Matthew 7 and 13 says, Wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Many, dear friend. Many. And I wonder tonight if I was to ask you on the way out through the door and you were to give me an honest opinion, are you one of the many that's on the broad road? You're one of the many. Generally, wherever we travel, the broad road is the best. If we were to head down to Belfast tonight, well, we're going to go down the carriageway, aren't we? And when we get to the end, we'll take the M2 down into the city. There's not too many of us would say, well, I'm going to go out around Torhead and down through uh, Glen Arm and all those wee places and Larne, and well, then I'll come back in I'll get to Belfast that way. No, we go, to, we go by the broad road, don't we? Why? Because we believe there's more comfort, more safety, more speed on the broad road. Isn't that right? And it looks good. And we say, well, the, main, the narrow roads, well, they are full of potholes and obstacles and there's tractors and there's so on and so forth, maybe even that odd wandering sheep. The narrow way doesn't appeal. Dear friends, in our sin, the narrow way doesn't appeal to us. Well, there's less traffic, there's less entertainment on the narrow way, we say. Oh, the broad road has all those great things along it. Look at all those sights that you see as you go. The broad road's great. The broad road's great. Yet that is the road that so many choose to travel tonight, is the broad road. What looks like the easy way. Oh, I don't want to go the narrow road. The narrow road, well, seems to be full of rules and regulations. Well, if I was to become a Christian, I would have to do this and do that. And I would have to change this and that. Well, really, that doesn't suit me. I'm just quite happy going along this path that I'm already on. Well, it seems to be the best way, but it leads to ruin. Not only is our own way a broad way, it's a hard way. Proverbs thirteen fifteen says, The way of transgressors is hard. Those that transgress the word of God, those that reject the word of God, those that disobey the word of God. It's a hard road. It's a hard way. Oh yes, no doubt for time it's easy. But the farther on we go, the harder it gets. And the road which we travel, whether broad or narrow, can bring difficulties. Friend, if you're on that broad road, then you're traveling it alone. And what when those difficulties come? 
who have you? Who have you to guide you? Who have you to help you? Who have you to strengthen you? Well, you're very much on your own on the broad roads. Oh, you look around and you say, well, all my friends are on the broad roads. Dear friend, that young prodigal as he left home saw the broad road in front of him and all the lights of the city. He thought it was going to be a great place to be, didn't he? Well, let me get to the city. That's where I want to be. And very quickly he found he had friends around him, hadn't he? And what happened? The difficulties came and his friends forsook him. Dear friend, on the broad road you'll end up friendless. I thank the Lord that on the narrow road that I have a friend that never leaves me nor forsakes me. Oh yes, it's a hard way. It's a rough way. There's many's a pitfall along the way. More than that, well, as I say, it may start off well, but the end thereof is destruction and death in that awful place called hell. Dear friend, if you're on your own, going your own way, you're on the broad way, you're on the hard way, you're also on a deceptive way. Because you think, well, I'll be all right. And I'll get by because I'm doing nobody any harm on my own way. And the devil tells us that there is a way that seemeth right unto a man. But the way, sorry, the devil tells us that this way is right. But the word of God warns us that there is a way that seems right unto a man. The devil says, keep going, you're going grand, you're doing great. Look at you, look at everything you're achieving. Look at where you're getting The Lord says there's a way that seems right to, to man, but the end they're all for the ways of death. Dear friend, the devil has you blinded tonight if you think you're grand on the broad road, going your own way. The way of sin, the way of wickedness. And there's much pleasure and enjoyment. And I said, there's a great deal of company for a season. But it's the way of the hypocrite and the Pharisee that we read in our passage tonight. Thinking that we're all right. Thinking that they were ticking all the boxes of the law in order to please God. And yet rejecting his way of salvation. Bible commentator John Gill says, Whosoever trusts to his own righteousness and despises others, even the righteousness of Christ, or whosoever does not submit to it but tramples upon him and counts the blood of the covenant an holy thing, and so is deserving of sore punishment than the profane sinner. Dear friend, if you continue on this broad road, then you deserve the wrath of God poured out upon you. For God has been merciful to you today. And the Lord has given you another opportunity to hear his word and to accept him as your savior. And I wonder tonight, will you reject him again? Will you, in essence, do what these men done to those to that only son that came 
the Father sent. And they took him and they killed him and they threw him out. And as it were, they trampled his blood under their feet. And I wonder, will you do the same with the blood of Christ that has the power to cleanse you from sin tonight? Well, dear friend, will you continue on your own way? Will you continue to be deceived? And Paul says to the Romans that those that travel this way, destruction and misery are in their way. Well, dear friend, what a dreadful picture. What a dreadful picture. Very quickly, praise God, we don't have to remain on the Broadway. You know, each person here started out on that Broadway. For God's word tells us that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Many tonight traveled that broad road, some for a longer period than others. Then they came to that point where they realized that they were in need of salvation. When their eyes were opened by the grace of God and they realized that we're heading, heading straight for that awful place called hell. Many tonight here in this place rejoice that they're no longer seeking the pleasure on the broad road. That they're no longer deceived on the broad road. But they're now traveling the narrow road with Christ their Savior. And this is God's way. This is God's way. Dear friend, God's way is the way of salvation. Oh yeah, I don't need to be saved. Well, the Lord Jesus Christ said to Nicodemus, you must be born again. A verse tells us that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be what? Saved. When the Lord was born, what were his titles? I shall call his name Jesus, for he, has, for he shall what? Save his people from their sin. Dear friend, you need to be saved and God's way is a way of salvation. It's a way of salvation. And I wonder, tonight will you choose this way of salvation? Dear friend, when my Savior went to Calvary's cross, he went for sinners such as you and I. And he bore the wrath that we deserve upon his own body. And think about how he was beaten. I think about how they plucked the beard of my dear Savior's face. I think about how he was scarred more than any man. I think about how they placed that robe upon him and they mocked him. I said, Hail, King of the Jews. I think of after all that and they'd spat upon him and they'd despised him how they placed that old cross upon his back. And they led him from that judgment hall up Golgotha's hill. Why? He paved the way of salvation. My Lord walked a rough and a narrow way. 
your friend for you, your friend for me. I think about how they took him and they nailed him to that cross. How his blood ran down. I think about how darkness covered the earth as the wrath of God was poured out upon him. You ever consider why it went dark for that period of time? So that man could not see the wrath of God poured out upon my precious Savior for a sinner like me, a sinner like you. Dear friend, we will never know what our Savior suffered to purchase salvation. But that was God's way. That sinful man must be punished. For us to be redeemed, the Savior must be found. And he must bear the sin of those that would call upon him for salvation. Dear friend, God's way is the way of salvation. God's way is the way of righteousness. Not our own righteousness, for the Bible tells us that our own righteousness is our filthy rags. But a way of truth and righteousness found in God's word and found through his dear son. Dear friend, all our own righteousnesses are of no avail on that great day. But praise God, if we trust in Christ, if we ask him for salvation, all our old filthy rags are taken off us. And the righteousness of Christ is placed upon us. And we are presented spotless before the throne of heavenly grace. And our God says, you're accepted. The Lord Jesus Christ says, these are mine. Whom I have purchased with my own blood upon Calvary's cross. And they're clothed in, their own, they're clothed in my righteousness. Dear friend, it's as if we never sinned. I wonder, will you walk in the way of righteousness? Dear friend, as we close, it's the way of knowledge and light and peace. Luke 1 and 77, speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ coming, it says that he came to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins. Friend, tonight, God's way is a way of knowledge. God's way is a way of light. Our own way is a way of darkness. God's way is a way of peace. Our own way only leads to distress and discomfort. The Lord came to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death. What a wonderful difference between God's way and our way, isn't there? And yet so many tonight want to say, I did it my way. Dear friend, you'll never, you'll never, you'll never satisfy a righteous and a just and a holy God by doing it your way. And dear friend, Tonight you have two choices to make. As we come to the close of this gospel service, you can go home by a new and living way. 
You can come and put your trust in Christ as your Savior tonight. You can say, Lord, I have sinned before heaven and before thee, just like that prodigal son. And Lord, I'm not worthy to be called your son, but Lord, I cast myself upon you. Come and save me. Cleanse me from my sin. Dear friend, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Tonight you can go from that broad road, your own way, into that wonderful way of salvation, into God's way. But the challenge must be left. Just as the Lord left it with those that gathered round him. And what did they do? They left him and went their way. May the Lord speak to each of our hearts tonight. May the Lord, by the power of his Holy Spirit, challenge you. If you're still continuing in your own way, and may you not go out like those men. May you trust in Christ alone for salvation. May the Lord bless his word to all of us.